0: Welcome to the Coaches Huddle Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Ollie, Coach and Player Development Director at the Ivanhoe Knights. I'm excited to bring you Episode 11 as we recap the Adelaide Easter Classic. We took eight teams from the Ivanhoe Knights across the border to South Australia to compete in this fantastic junior tournament event. Uh, We had under-14 boys and girls, under-12 boys and girls, as well as some under-18 boys team as well. The group chat will get together to talk about what they saw and what they learned. Welcome to the group chat. We're back. We've taken our long or sometimes short journeys uh, back from Adelaide. Uh, Esby deciding to take the coastal route. Loz flying first class direct door to door, which is great. Um, We've got our team back here. We're excited. Uh, Esby, our boys, development coordinator. How are you, mate? I'm good. Very good. And Loz, our girls, development coordinator. How are you, Loz? I'm great. Rested, no doubt, Canpace, uh, Canterpays on uh, yeah. jet star, on the Jetstar flight.
1: Qantas mate.
0: <laughs> Qantas. Oh, see, this is what I'm on about people. this is this is where I'm at. Uh, Want to know where that investment's going. It's going straight on Qantas flights uh, to and from Adelaide. but no, we're excited. it's it, we I must admit we're we're backing it up. we're We're only a day or so back from returning from Adelaide. We're all sort of a bit blurry-eyed. But it's good to get back in. Those thoughts on the tournament are fresh, so we want to get them in there. Um, the Adelaide Easter Tournament, for those that don't know a lot about it, it's a, it's a very traditional tournament. It's been around, I cannot remember how long. I know I remember when it was just called the Norwood Easter Tournament. Now it's the Adelaide Easter Tournament, because it's obviously involved with a lot more clubs. Um, lots of Victorian clubs out there. Uh, it was great to have our eight teams over there and they represented us really, really well, as did our coaches and our parents, which was awesome to see. Um, I'm going to start actually by saying, what did we see from our oppositions uh, over there? I think, you know, you go over to these tournaments, you get to see a different style of play sometimes, especially from like the Adelaide teams. Um, we certainly played teams from Sydney uh, as well um, and some sort of country Victorian sides. Um Lois, what did you sort of see from the opposition in your divisions? You had girls, 12s and 14s. What were some of sort of the trends? Was it a lot of man-to-man, a lot of pressing? What sort of things did you see?
1: Um, Especially from the Victorian teams, uh, a lot of pressing. Um, Obviously, we can't play zone, um, 14s and below. So um, it's really kind of cool to see that um, developing into, yeah, some really, really elite presses even at a under-12 level. Um, and it was kind of cool that I had to try and coach and try and figure out how to beat presses at that level as well. Um, from the, I guess the South Australian and the the country Victorian sides, um, they, a lot of like full court men pressure, um, and then just, they've been taught how to use their bodies so well. Like they're so physical Um, especially in that under-14 age group with the girls that I had. Um, Yeah, they've just been taught how to use their bodies. They're not afraid to crash boards. Um, The physicality of those games is not something that I would have expected at under-14s. It's something that I would expect to see at, you know, 16s and 18s. Um, But, no, it was great to see. And, you know, the future of of basketball, uh, and especially female basketball, is very bright uh, from what I saw.
0: Ah, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And Esby, you were with the twelve boys on a under twelve boys gonna be a real mixed bag of different things going on. What did you sort of see there from your sort of opposition? I know you watched some other games as well. You caught up and watched our other under twelve boys play. Um similar sort of stuff from you, a lot of pressing or um sort of sitting back man to man. What sort of
2: stuff did you see? Um, I think look, um just it's like say obviously gone on from Lauren as well. Like, you know for most of our kids they're not they weren't used to playing you know zone so having, not like you know when they got they did get a zone thrown at them it was you know it was a bit of a shock for them to see like well, you know what do we do from that um but for me it was just obviously watching how um you know south you know the south australian teams play it's just that you know they you know they've they all play they all they all pretty much want to you know that that it's not a it's not a full it's not a full court press like we're used to here they play a lot of a half court press and wait for guys to get over that half court to go pick them up. So, you know, it was it was a bit different to kind of get used to, you know, having the, my team to get used to that. But, um, you know, just um, being able to watch what other coaches do, you know, with their teams and, you know, not just Melbourne coaches or just coaches from interstate as well, just how they play. is <clears throat> like was just really good to kind of witness that and, and learn a bit of that stuff as well. No, that's awesome. That's awesome.
0: Our coaches all sounding a little croaky, uh, like they've coached six or seven games in a row here. The 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 uh, lots is sewing up nine to me. She's saying I've coached nine games in a weekend. Um, look, uh, and some not as uh some vocal cords probably not as experienced as my own to be thrashed uh over the course of a weekend. But uh it says that our coaches were definitely invested by the sounds of their voices. Uh that is for sure. Laz, you had two girls' teams under your uh under your, I guess, leadership, um, or let's call it leadership. It was great leadership from you to have those two girls' teams. You had the under-14 girls and the under-12 girls. Um, Out of both teams, what was the best game? What was the best game you had that you thought was just a a real game changer for the the group? Maybe it was a a dominant performance. I don't know. But what was a game that you just thought, wow, that was such a great game we played?
1: I can't pick. There's two.
0: (laughs) Okay. Give us the both of them then. I'll let you have both.
1: So the under-14 game we played, the first game we played on the Sunday morning, we played out at Adelaide 36s Arena. Um, Everything that I'd kind of been talking to the girls about since Friday all clicked on that Sunday morning. Um, We took a very tight win against uh, Forestville um, there, and it was just really, really... What clicked there was the teamwork and the passing um, and the shot selection that was just amazing to watch. Um, and then similarly on the Sunday night, my under 12s played Sturt. Um, and again, it was just a, a ripper game. They had a, there was a little bit of adversity in that game. Um, you know, I had a couple of players had to try and adapt and deal with the fact that they were being tagged and they were the players that, you know the other team was trying to shut down and I don't think many of these kids have experienced that before so you know that's a lot to deal with when you're that young and um, but they came through it really well we came away with a tight win against Sturt which um, secured us our spot in the the final the next morning so um, those two games for me um, were where everything clicked.
0: Ah, that's awesome. And that's always the best part of that tournament play is that we're playing so many games. There's always that opportunity to just get that little bit better each and every game. And it's fantastic as a coach when you see that as well. Biggest improver for you, Loz, uh, from the girls over the weekend who sort of, I guess, started the tournament and you were like, oh, gee, they might struggle this weekend, but then they really sort of shined by the end of it.
1: Um, For me, in my under-12 group, um, Alice Quinn. Yep. she just from Friday to Sunday was a complete or oh, Friday to Monday because we played the final completely different player um I was really really impressed with her rapid development um in that space um especially defensively um and then I you can't go past Mary from the under 14 she you know you guys were there and you watched yep. that game that we had and um, she really stood up um in that game as well. And um it was it was great to see her develop and, and come along um over those games as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I got a chance to catch the under fourteens versus Sturt there in the late evening of of, uh, yeah. of Sunday. Uh and they put on a put on a great team team effort, great defensive effort actually. It was a fantastic defensive effort. <laughs> uh and a noisy and a noisy crowd to go with it too. The parents and, and brothers and sisters were all uh Rattling the benches and firing the girls up,
1: and the development co- boys' development coordinator and the coaching coordinator. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was fired up. I was fired up for the girls.
0: I fired <laughs> up. I hadn't seen them all weekend. I was, I was going <laughs> to, I was going to be number one ticket holder. I wanted the number one ticket holder spot uh, for the under fourteen girls, and I'm proud to, proud to, proud to fly the flag. So that was good. It was awesome. Um, some of your best players or best plays from the weekend. for you
1: lost? Oh. Um. <laughs> uh drawing up an ATO for my under 12s and then executing to precision.
0: <laughs> ah, fantastic. I like
1: that. I was I was so proud. I was like to to do something like that with a, a bunch of kids that haven't played together before, to call a timeout, to draw something up and have them execute to perfection um, was the biggest success for me. <laughs>
0: no, that's awesome. I love that. No, I love that. And it was, you know, I, I got a chance. I didn't get to see the under 12s until the final. And, and we should congratulate Loz on that. You know, they she took a team that she's basically coached for two weeks, two training sessions. Um, some of those girls played together. Some of them haven't. Um, and to make the final and to play against the team like Killcith, who are always going to be a strong team, mm. always going to be well drilled, um, and to put in a performance, a, a, a never give up performance, regardless of result, um, certainly showed. And although the girls probably for me looked a little tired, um mm. just a little tired, and that's always something to expect from our players. We're not used to playing that much basketball <laughs> over a weekend uh, compared to some of the rep teams that play a lot of tournament play. Um, I thought some of those girls played some great basketball and it was, it was great to see. And um Ollie was uh for me, it was great to see her get out there and compete with some players, her height as well, which was awesome. Absolutely. And a chance for her to, to really see where she sort of sits in what she could achieve as a basketball player was amazing to see as well. So yeah. no, it was awesome. It was awesome. Esby, under-12s, um, we should congratulate Esby because he did win. Uh, the under-12s were 2-0. and oh, uh, The 12 yellow boys won their final and, uh, and the 12... 12- blue boys won their final. Uh, I got to watch the 12 blue boys play their final. So I can give the report on that one. They played with so much heart um, during that game. It was incredible to see. It was very noisy out there on, uh, I can't remember what court it was at, it's Sinclair, but it was uh, extreme, maybe right in the back corner there. I think it's court three, they call it uh, in the back corner, but they were so noisy. Uh, The crowd was up and about for it. Uh, Both teams were very aggressive. Um, There was some Big, big buckets made by Oscar Stone, uh, probably in the last sort of three minutes, a couple of and ones. I think he had two or three and ones in the last sort of three minutes, which are a real game changer. Uh, and then something that I was standing next to another coach um, was uh, Jim McQueen driving baseline, Steve Nash style, scooping the ball past uh, over his shoulder uh, to Rex Kerford for a layup. Uh, that might live rent-free in my head for a while. i uh, I. Thoroughly enjoyed that play, probably as a guard myself and a passing guard myself. I just loved it. Went baseline, flick over the shoulder, lay up. Um, That to me is, uh, that's just, uh, yeah, that's a coaching pleasure to watch. So it was awesome to see that team. It was great to see their excitement. Esby, though, we were getting around the ground reports overtime. Um, This was a team that you'd played uh, before and you'd lost or you'd beaten them by one. I can't remember the background of that one.
2: Nah, so we played them on Saturday, Saturday, uh, Saturday, uh, in the afternoon, and we lost them by one point. Um, and I think after that loss, um, a lot of those boys, a lot of my boys just wanted to, you Now I think after that loss, they, they all came up to me, they're like, we want to make the finals and we want to beat this team. So, they, after that game, they kind of had this hunger to to want to win and to to you know go up and get play play against Foster, who were you know for us in our in our pool were were undefeated. You know they went they went five um yeah five and zero. Oh. They didn't lose a game till we got you know till the finals. So you know for for the boys to go all the way you know and make the finals and then um you know obviously being down the whole you know in that especially in that finals game being down and we managed to chase it. To get back to you know get up to overtime and then end up winning it by five was just um, you know it was just really great team effort from everybody that played um, you know all the boys they you know they came, whoever came on knew exactly what they had to do whether it was um, you know go out go on there and just play, be a big defensive player and they did that. You know, uh, or was someone we needed to go, got you know get an easy cheap bucket real quick. They all came on and they knew exactly what they wanted to you know, had to do had to do to to get the win. So yeah,
0: biggest improver that you saw from uh, Friday into Monday for you your
2: group. Um, the biggest improvement for me was just I think the boys. Um, I know I spoke to you about this, Ali's, but they've we went from not being able to stay in front of our player, guarding them, and we're sagging off so far to now the players. You know, we see a player coming up, and it's like I want to be right up on the ball. I want to stop the box. I know when our first one of our first training sessions we had, I spoke to the boys about if you're not touching the ball, you know, you're not guarding the player. So and then you know and like just to see them kind of change the way they were playing throughout the tournament to be able to adapt really quickly and just like just the way they've like they adjusted to a lot of the stuff that was happening and every something you know whatever I was throwing at them as well for them to just be able to adjust really quickly it was just um for me as a coach and to be able to see that was just amazing to be like I right, these kids understand that you know through the you know whether through the through the ta- as the tournament gets along you're gonna have to adjust to whatever it is you're getting thrown at so it was just good to see that.
0: Yeah, no, that was awesome. And yeah. And, and, you know, I must say that was one of the, the other great parts of the tournament was we, we had more coaches, uh, more Knights coaches there. And then, uh, uh inversely then more coaching friends were also around. And, and yeah, as was talking about talking to me about things and, and it was, we were catching up a fair bit in between games and over coffees and that sort of stuff. And it was fantastic. That was a really great part of it for me as well was the coaches hanging out um, the 14 boys. Uh, a mixed bag. Uh, the group I had, we had a couple of wins, a, a loss that we probably could have erased if we played a little tougher on it. Um, but I thought it was a big learning experience. I think the boys we took there um, hadn't been involved in rep at all, um, haven't we have only really been involved in our development camps, which is where we got a lot of those kids from. So it was a really steep learning curve for them um, to play against rep teams uh, and to see, I guess, that little level up, not a massive level up, but a little level up for them. And a lot of what we faced was around finishing around the basket, um, continually to wanting to compete on the rebounds. Uh, and Loz put it really well before that physicality, like 14 boys um, was a really physical division, you know, like it really was. There was some bigger boys in there and guys that were prepared to drive in and, and make contact uh, and not avoid it. And we really had to make some adjustments from that. But I thought um, our guys as an overall um, you could see some improvement. And then from talking to our other, we had two other under 14 boys teams as well from talking to their coaches. Yes, they didn't get the wins they wanted, but they could see that there was a change um, uh, in um, in their development. And uh, Laws reminding us that development camp is next week and we will be doing just layups for 3 hours. I so I think that was a statement I may have made during the tournament as well. Uh to Loz and Brady on the sideline that that's what development camp will be next week will just be 3 hours of finishing. Um we may put we may put a drink break in there. Uh so it might just be 2 hours and 50 minutes 50 minutes rather we'll give them a 10 minute break. But yes, finishing is high on the agenda. Um but again, yeah, our man-to-man defense definitely developed better and, and wanting to stay in front of the ball. Um, last for you, the girls' program now, what's the – you know, you come out of that tournament, um, there's lots of, you know, lots of positivity around it. I know lots of kids get inspired by that tournament, you know. What's your sort of next step for you? And I guess our coaches, some things that we should really be focusing on a lot. That's probably going to go back on some of the stuff you mentioned, but what's some stuff that you really feel like our coaches and our players should be really focusing? What are those top three things for you coming away from the tournament?
1: Um, Layups, finishing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. (laughs) And, and, And I'm not just talking about doing layups without pressure. I'm talking about Get a, get a bump bag in there, get yep. another body in there, get them to learn how to finish through contact. Yep. Um, that was probably the biggest one, one of the bigger ones for me. Um, and then I think there needs to be a bigger focus on defence. Like, you know, we've all said it, that defence came along really, really quickly in that tournament. Um, and I would like to see that continued um, throughout the the program. Um and then, you know, I think I would really like this to be something that, you know, we as a girls' program do a lot of and um, we go to tournaments and we, you know, we start to get more basketball under – like, I get it, you don't want to play rep, that's fine. But, you know, if you want to play a little bit more basketball, go up against some bigger bodies, get a little bit more experience. Um, tournament plays great because, yeah. you know, just I like I've coached a lot of tournaments in my almost 15 years of coaching and just I've never seen development like I saw it on the weekend yep yeah. so yeah. I would be super super keen to continue this trajectory yeah. um, especially in the girls program
0: yeah so yeah I agree I agree it was uh, it's definitely needed. Yourself, Esby, a couple of focal points for you or coaches uh, coming away from that for under twelve boys. Some areas we maybe need to focus on with under twelve boys coming away from the tournament. Ah,
2: uh, like I think for us and especially the twelve boys, it's like we're still on that. You know, I think it's you not know, just decision making for for them. Like a big a big factor that was just you know, we're bringing the ball like you know stuff like bringing the ball up and we're trying to you know make a pass that's not there. How do we make the right decision to make you know to pass to the right player or make you know the simple decision of I get the rebounds? Do I put the ball on the floor straight away and go, or do I look up first and then make my decision from there? Just those little things there, and then obviously, there's still the same you know for, so, you know as the girls' program is still making our lives like finishing our shots, like that's still always going to be a big you know big part of any developmentally. It's just always making shots. You've got to make those shots and. I think the next one would be, you know, defensive. You know, de- working on that defensive end, like how to keep building off your defense. You know, it's you can't just be, you know, yeah, you like you can play, you can play in front of a player, but can you, know, you stay with them for the whole entire time and you know not have to have someone come help you do it? So yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. For me, I think just some offensive spacing, a little bit more three on three. Um, obviously five on five is fantastic too, but just some three on three, I felt like at times watching the under 14 boys, we got a little lopsided, you know, a lot, you know, three or four guys on one side of the floor and, and a lot of, uh, ball goes to you and I watch you do something. Uh, and then ball comes back to me and then I get my turn to do something uh, rather than, oh, all right, let's space out. If I make a cut, you know, make a pass, I'm going to make a cut. Um, if I do make that cut and I receive the ball, what's, what's the next cut after that? Um, I felt at times that that was very up and down. And, and when it was really fluid, it looked fantastic. But as an overall, I just felt our 14 boys um, were a little bit behind in that sort of space, um, development-wise, and I think we need to bring that back in, and which I guess brings us to um, our our final part is that we've got. We've obviously we've got our development camp next week. We just had our hoop camp today. Uh, Esme and I were out there with our 40 odd kids, but we're, we've got uh, Hoop Camp on Friday. We've got our Development Camp uh, coming up next Wednesday. Um, and we'll also have our New Start Coaching Clinic as well for our coaches listening. Uh, we've got some ripping guests. Uh, obviously, Roger Mason, who we had. Uh, sorry, Mason Rogers. Mason Rogers. Mason Rogers. <laughs> Mason Rogers, Rogers Masons. You know what? I'm reading it backwards because I've got the email in front of me and it's his email address, is the other way around. But that's okay um, as I read through it. But uh, Mason Rogers is there, obviously the NBL uh, One Big V and WNBL, uh coach. Uh, we're looking forward to having him there. We're going to have uh, Dylan Theus there as well, NBL uh, One assistant and was been involved in the state program. And Loz will also be presenting, which will be awesome to see. And, of course, I'll have to have my two cents worth because oh, I love talking about basketball, so yeah. I'll be there. Uh, but we're looking forward to it. And it's going to be a great clinic. It's really aimed at Everyone, um, you know, we're really going to scale up some areas of the game rather than just going, well, this is going to be really perfect for under 14s. It'll be a great opportunity for our coaches to pick up some new drills. Uh, and for me, a big one will be taught those teaching points. I think sometimes when I watch our coaches do drills, we know the drill, we don't always know the teaching point. Uh, and that for me is the big one. What are we what's the actual point? What are those three things? Or in some cases, just those two main things. Um, that we need to really focus on and remind our kids of uh, during that drill and that's why we're doing it. So uh, I'm excited to to be there and, and hosting some great coaches uh, and that is next Wednesday at 6.30pm at Ivanhoe East Primary School. It is a free event. It is open. Um, you do have to register because it just helps us know who's there and then we can share the material as well afterwards. Um, but it's one that's there for all our coaches out there in our coaching community regardless of whether you're a Knights coach or not but definitely a great one for our new Knights coaches and our current Knights coaches as well to get along to. Uh, Yep, Esby will be there. Uh, He's not presenting on this one. We'll get him on the next one. There's only so many voices we can have. He's shaking his head. He's like, I don't want to present. Uh, Just let me coach. Uh, Just let me coach. I don't want to show anybody my secrets. He wants to keep them all to himself. Um, Fantastic stuff. Um, once again, just amazing effort. Uh, I just want to say a huge thanks to to you two, uh, but also to our other coaches, Marcus and, and Dylan and Alfonso, who also won. Uh, it should be mentioned Alfonso won with the blue boys there, uh, 12 blue boys. Um, just a great result. And uh, James Harris had our under 18 boys. I know they had a red hot go. They just finished third. Um, it was great to see our Knights coaches out there. And they did a phenomenal job too, to also travel. Uh, and put the time in over the weekend when, you know, many of us would just like to be turning sausages on a a barbecue somewhere or uh, relaxing in the park. We all sort of gave that up to go and coach some basketball, which was awesome to see. Folks, if you have not liked or subscribed to this podcast, what are you doing with yourself? Please get in there, smash that button, uh, share it amongst your coaches. Get along to our new start clinic, 6:30 PM next Wednesday. Um, get on our Facebook page, on our Instagram. You'll be able to register through that as well. Um, it's great to have everybody. It's a short one. We're in that off season period, but we're looking forward to getting around and starting to talk some more hoops. See you all on the court.